0: in order to grow yourself you must first know yourself but as you know yourself then you're able to grow yourself so it just keeps feeding itself and then it gets more and more exciting.
1: Hello and welcome to Motivation Moments with Michelle. My name is Michelle Neustetter and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. I'm joined once again today by my good friend and colleague Troy Reeves. We are both really passionate about growth, personal growth, and the laws that sort of govern that growth. I had to break this conversation up into two parts, so today you're going to be joining me for the first part of our discussion around six of the 15 laws of growth. Much like the law of cause and effect, which we all are well aware of, or the law of gravity, our growth has laws that govern it. And today we're going to talk about capacity. We're going to talk about the law of awareness, the law of the inner circle, the law of expansion. All of these come out of John Maxwell's 15 Laws of Growth book. In these podcasts, really, my aim is to help you to start to create a strategic action plan. I want to help you get unstuck, you know, create that life that you dream. Oh, hey, remember to subscribe and I would love it if you would leave a review. You know what, I just want to know what your thoughts are, what your questions are. I want to know how I can serve you best. If you love this, Share, share, share. Tag us on social media too at Extreme Excellence. There's only one E in the middle of that though. So let's jump right into this conversation while we explore the 15 laws of growth. So I want to welcome back Troy Reeves to the podcast. Thanks for uh, joining me today. We are going to be talking about growth. And I mean, a lot of times these laws and things like that get thrown into like leadership conversations and things like that and we do have to have self leadership but we also have to recognize that there's some consistency amongst our own growth patterns or at least some common pieces that are a part of personal growth and whenever we want to achieve anything we have to grow our quality of thinking we have to grow in who we are and what we know because we can't outperform that. We can't outperform our current level of thinking. So I wanted you and I just have a conversation around what that means and what that looks like. And I know that you talk about this a lot. You said that specifically you speak into about six of these. And so we'll see how far we get because, you know, there can be a lot of depth within each of these laws of growth.
0: Absolutely. No, I love the idea of talking about growth and even having a plan, even what you were just referring to about hitting a capacity, I think you and I both remember that's sort of that hitting that lid, the law of the lid, something like that, where it's like, you know what, we only have so much capacity. And if we want to grow beyond that, we have to get around stronger leaders, we have to have someone else increase that capacity. And the reason I love talking about the laws of growth is I do treat them like laws. And When you get laws and you have some guiding principles behind those laws, they always give a result. And that's what I love about these. I'm not a big fan of using the words always or never, but I do really like these ideas because these laws, I haven't seen them not work. When we start to put all these things together, you get results, whether that's in career, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in personal growth, these things all give a result. And what we're going to hopefully see today is they all intertwine. You can't really take one from the other because they're all a key in our own personal development and growth. So I'm excited to see where the conversation goes. We can keep it surface, we can go deep and we can banter back and forth. You can share your thoughts and what you use in your practice, and I'll do the same and hopefully we'll bless the people that are listening and they'll take something away from here today and really start to scratch their noodle a little differently and go, that's really interesting. I wonder, how I can implement some of this stuff and go beyond just consuming information in a podcast and use this information. That's my
1: hope. Absolutely. Right. We don't want to just offer some good information and have people do nothing. Right. We want to see transformation in people. And really that transformation comes by applying some of these concepts. Right. And once we get our head like wrapped around what this really means, how these laws really work, it starts getting us thinking creatively, which allows us to start to come up with some ideas of how to implement too. And yes, like you said, we do, we have to get around, we have to get around people who are ahead of us on the journey. I think it's uh, Christian Simpson who always says that you want to be the dumbest person in the room. Yeah. I like that. Because then you know all those other people are further ahead on the journey than you and they're going to pull you and grow you and push you to go to that next level to challenge that level of thinking so that you're going to do something different and be someone different. Well, I mean, not be some, like who you are is who you are. And that's amazing. But to be someone different in terms of that next level person.
0: Even as you talk, that makes me think of the opposite reality. If we're not the smartest person in the room, what does that mean? Maybe we can't grow if we're in an environment where we have hit our ceiling. So everybody, again, anybody listening right now, whether you're in a growth environment or you've sort of hit your capacity, just take a little bit of an inventory and look at your life and see, are you growing? Is there capacity or room for you to grow? If you feel like you've hit a ceiling, that's an opportunity for change, because this is where we need to start figuring out and identifying, do I need some other people in the room? If I'm the smartest one in my circle, I need a bigger circle. I need to figure out I'm not done growing. I never want to arrive. And that's my challenge to anybody listening today is don't arrive. Don't finish the race. If you have hit that ceiling, let's change the ceiling. Let's get into a bigger arena. And often that's where we start to do these things. That's where we start to experience these opportunities for growth is when we take that little bit of self-reflection and realize, you know what, I'm stagnating. And that's a good day when you realize that I can no longer grow beyond my present environment. So I need to change my environment or I need to change my association or I need to change my thinking or I just need to get around some people. So I do feel like the dumbest person in the room. So lots of opportunities there.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, we do learn by teaching too. So if we are the smartest person in the room and we want to continue our growth process because we don't have anybody else, then teach what you know.
0: That's a good point. Yeah.
1: At least that's what I've learned <laughs> yeah. in, my, in my own process, right? That as I'm teaching something, I'm like, I'm getting these little aha moments that's as I'm true. teaching something. Yeah. yeah. But we all have to get started, right? That's the biggest thing is you have to get started on your growth journey because otherwise... You don't even know what your potential is. You don't know what the possibilities out there even are if you don't get started. And one of the first laws is that law of awareness.
0: That's right. So, in order to grow yourself, you first must know yourself. The law of awareness is one of those things that there's so much depth here. I'll often take an entire session with clients just on this one law, talking about the Jahari window and talking about different things of what people see and more importantly what they don't see and when we get to that place where we become curious instead of defensive that opens up a lot of possibility something else i've been going through a lot with people almost on the back end of awareness is taking people through a process of change i have so many clients that start in what i would call ignorance they're looking for change the result and they get impatient with the process in between, because sometimes they don't see the result right away because of this thing called awareness, because we went from ignorance, we're moving towards change, what's in the middle, awareness. And then I try and slow that process down even more for people when they realize awareness is not just a light bulb coming on going, oh wow, now I see what I don't see. That's a part of it. But what would happen with people's patience and tolerance And even the ability to live with a sense of grace for themselves, if they could understand that awareness itself is a process of moving from what I would call unconscious incompetence all the way through to conscious competence. And in a way, you could almost put that into a little box. You see this unconscious incompetence turning into conscious incompetence. I start to know that I don't know. So in the first set, it's like, I don't know what I don't know. That's unconscious incompetence. Then we start to know that we don't know. Now I'm consciously aware that I'm incompetent. And then eventually we start to become competent. But it's on an unconscious level. I don't know how I know what I know. And then eventually we move to conscious competence. I know that I know. And there's a sense of confidence there. And that's where we start to see change. So. When people get a better perspective, I guess, on awareness, they realize a lot of the work is done here, and it's not a bad day when someone sees their own pattern. So they go from ignorance to awareness. That's still growth. It may not be the change they're looking for, but it's a necessary step in this overall theme of resulting in change. So back to the law of awareness. How can we grow ourselves unless we know ourselves? This is the first step. Don't be afraid of what you see. And if you have the courage to start looking in, that's part of the process. If you start to see things you didn't see, you may need to get around other people because we all have blind spots. You won't see those blind spots, but people you trust can. And they can shine a light into those blind spots and go, hey, what do you see here? Or what about this? Or what about this? There are some things in our life that we may never fully see. And we're going to have to know how to let go of some of those things. And then there's the secret stuff, things that you know, that none of us do. And when do you share those secrets? There's so many things. It's such a rich, deep topic. And we could literally go for a long time on this, but. That's just a high level view in my world on what awareness looks like. What are your thoughts on awareness, Michelle?
1: Well, I mean, I like the, I always use the quote, the Carl Jung quote over and over again, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will rule our lives and we will call it fate. Yes. And it's been kind of a guiding light for me that when I notice that there's something that either rubs me the wrong way or that I'm not getting results in or an area where I feel like I'm struggling or something to that effect. I think back to that quote and I go, okay, there's something in here that I need to become aware of because right now it's creating results in my life that I don't like, whatever that might be, right? Whether it's in business relationships, whatever your family, right? Like it doesn't matter what, what it is, but like in whatever area, if you're getting results that you don't like, We need to stop and pause and actually take some time to look at, okay, there's something here that I don't know that I don't know yet. Yes. And I've got to start to work on figuring out what that is. And whether that's getting ourselves around people further ahead on the journey, finding somebody who can ask us the right questions or move us the right direction, picking up a book listening to a podcast, something like, you know, these different things that can start to increase that level of awareness for ourselves helps us to kind of dig in deep. And we have to ask ourselves some questions to dig in deep too and pull out whatever that unconscious thing is that's getting us those results so that we can make the shift that we need to make. But like you said, you know, you have to do the awareness thing. You have to start with ignorance. Like I'm going through this like path to all of a sudden, I don't like What I'm getting here anymore. Huh. Why is that? And spend quite a bit of time in that arena. I finally awareness, like going from that ignorance to awareness arena, you spend quite a bit of time in there. That's right. Long before you ever actually change. Right. Because it's like our head and heart and all of that has to really wrap around the concept of what I'm doing and what I need to be doing. And it takes a long time to get to that place. But like you said, right at the beginning, all of the laws are sort of interconnected. And when I think about what we started off talking about in terms of being like the dumbest person in the room and getting around good people, and then with this process of creating awareness and sometimes needing others to show us those blind spots, makes us go into that law of the inner circle where we need to look at who we're surrounding ourselves with because we become like the five closest people to us right
0: like a lot of associations yeah.
1: so in this law of awareness though like if I don't spend that time if I don't actually sit in it and invest in it I'm not gonna actually move because I'm not gonna get the depth of awareness that I need in order to make the change and we can't rush the process
0: nope I mean you can try but good luck with that and so you <laughs> Frustrated. So, well, you'll find
1: yourself running around the same mountain over and over again if you try to rush the process.
0: That's it. Yeah.
1: And eventually throw your hands up and be like, I guess this is not for me. I'm no good at this or whatever. Right.
0: And then we're at a dangerous position where we've accepted our life instead of designing our life. And that's what I never wish on anybody is just accept where you are. I think acceptance has been given way too much value right now. I mean, I'm not down on 12 step ideology, but serenity prayer. Acceptance. You can boil it all down into one word. Not a bad thing in trauma, in addiction, and things like that. Absolutely, we need to come to a place of acceptance. And even if you're listening now and you're struggling with even just some of the things we're talking about, acceptance is a part of the journey, but it's not where we want you to stop. Acceptance is a first step, not an end. And once you've accepted where you are, the next most important thing is to stop accepting and to start designing. What would it look like to actively design your inner circle? What would it look like to, in my message, in my language, I call it designing the people in my boardroom. And Michelle and I have talked about stuff like this before. So, I mean, who's in that inner circle? Who have you let influence you in that boardroom? That's an opportunity to make some changes. That's another part of awareness. If you don't know who's influencing you, if social media is your number one influence, we've got a problem. How many people are looking at the number of likes on their posts to determine their self-worth? If that touches a nerve with anybody, learn from it. (laughs) That's an opportunity to grow. Recognize that I've given influence away to some things or people that may not be qualified to influence me. So back to the inner circle, back to awareness. You can't grow yourself until you know yourself which is why this is such an important concept for people because it works. And it's one of the few laws of growth that I would call a reciprocal law because in order to grow yourself, you must first know yourself, but as you know yourself, then you're able to grow yourself. So it just keeps feeding itself and then it gets more and more exciting. remember john maxwell teaching this years ago where he said he talked about one of the other laws that we'll maybe get into actually i'll just throw it in here anyways he talks about the law of expansion and he talks about how growth always increases our capacity for more growth and he's been studying the arena of growth for the better part of four or five decades so he likes to tell people he has a phenomenal capacity for growth Because he's always hungry. He's always looking. He's always teaching, like Michelle was talking about. He's always absorbing. Some of us, when we first get started, maybe we can only handle growth material out of a thimble. That's okay. Let's start with that. Consume. Let this entertain you, maybe. Let this scratch your brain. But the challenge is go deeper and move from a thimble to maybe something bigger, a cup to maybe whatever. And then eventually you're opening up the fire hose and you're drinking right from the fire hose because you can handle that kind of information. But that too is a process. So when you start to think of the law of expansion and the law of awareness, you start to see how even those two, it's gonna all come together as like this weird little jigsaw puzzle because I want you to understand that you can increase your capacity for growth. Michelle and I alluded to that at the beginning with the law of the lid. There are capacity issues that we all need to be aware of. So how do we increase that capacity? We get around people that have a higher growth than we do. We become the dumbest person in the room. What does that do? It also allows us to expand. That's where we need an element of grace. I don't want anybody getting down on themselves because of where they're not. I mean, this is the journey. So if you're not where you want to be, that's an opportunity. That's not a time for you to beat yourself up or go back into shame. That becomes the opportunity for you to recognize how do I get there? We need to change some of the questions. When it comes to expansion, let's not question why I'm not where I want to be. Let's question what I need to do and how I'm supposed to do that to get there. If we change the way that we think, then we have the opportunity to change the way that we feel, change the way that we behave, and then we start to move through life very, very differently. We move from growth to growth, from opportunity to opportunity. So, yeah. I just kind of wove that one in there, but what are your thoughts on the that's
1: That's fantastic. But as you were talking, I was thinking about this idea of the lid and capacity and ignorance and awareness and all of how that all kind of like connects together, because sometimes we don't realize what our capacity is, where we're going to hit that ceiling until we get there. So it starts in that ignorance place because we're just kind of like just sort of motoring it along and just going with the flow and we're doing our thing. And we're, you know, all of a sudden, like I was saying earlier, like you all of a sudden get to this like place where you're like, huh, things are not working the way I want them to anymore, anymore. Right. Like, so before that, we didn't realize that we were heading that way to where we were going to hit a lid. But then all of a sudden we hit that lid and now I've been shoved into this place of, uh-oh, I need to learn something because I can't go any further than this. I can't climb this wall because I don't know how. Right. I can't break it down. I don't know what's next yet. So I've got to figure that I've got to start to dig in and figure out, okay, I need to grow here. There's something I need to learn, something I need to know. And that's what I was just thinking as you were talking about inner circle and expansion and capacity and brought me right back all the way back around to this ignorance and awareness and how we walk through this journey. And then like, we'll do that once we get over that wall. Now we're kind of like humming along again. And, but the more steps we take, the further we can see. So then all of a sudden we're like, oh, I didn't know I needed to know that. Interesting. So then we start taking some of those steps and all of a sudden now I can see further. And I'm like, huh. But that's why there's no finish line either, right? Which is what you started off with. There is no finish line because the more steps I take, the further I can see, unless I close off. And then I might need somebody in that inner circle to give me that kick in the past to show me some blind spots, especially if I think I'm done.
0: (laughs) This brings up a really good place to talk about another law of growth. And one of the first ones I start with, even before awareness, I'll often talk about the law of intentionality, where The myth is, I'll get there, or it's this idea that sometimes growth just happens, but that's not true. Growth is never accidental. It is always intentional. So again, if you're listening and you're wondering, well, how do I develop more awareness? How do I increase my capacity? How do I find the right people? A lot of that's going to come back to this first law. It doesn't just happen. You don't just stumble into a great association group. You don't just stumble into a great marriage. You don't just stumble into great business habits. They're always intentional decisions. It's this process of learning how to test and how to fail. How to fail forward is what I talk about a lot with people. How to learn from those failures, improve every time and then re-enter. Having the mind of a detective instead of a judge because let's face it, everybody listening right now, you all suck at being a judge. We're not good at judging because we are not impartial. We don't see the whole picture, but we can become really good detectives. And if we start switching how we think, if we start looking for those opportunities to be intentional, we start to realize, all I have to do is change something. I don't know who said this, but if nothing changes, nothing changes. So all we're looking to do is change something or to Edison something going around the mountain over and over and over expecting a different result? Yeah, Einstein. But then we've got Edison. What did he do? He kept retesting and changing things over and over and over until he got a result. He failed forward. He was a guy that, and I've even started using that word now in my own practice. I tell people, go Edison your life. Don't be afraid to fail. What happens if failure was the catalyst to learn? What happens if Again, John wrote books about these kinds of things. Sometimes we win, sometimes we learn. Like there is no winning and losing. What happens if we make fundamental changes and we start to let this law of intentionality resonate in each of our hearts and we realize growth is not accidental? It's always intentional. So, what are each of you doing? What are each of us doing as leaders in order to grow? I was challenged a long time ago to be reading actively between 15 to 30 minutes a day, in the grand scheme of things, that's not really much of an undertaking. Most of us have that kind of time if we needed it. But how many of us are actually faithful to read or grow ourselves every day? I'll admit I'm not the greatest with that discipline. Am I working towards it? Absolutely. Am I aware of what I need to do? Yes. So this is where all of us can maybe up our game a little bit and take a challenge from here. If you're not feeding this anything, it's not accidentally going to happen. You're not suddenly going to desire to do all these things. So sometimes we have to do it without desiring. Sometimes we have to do things unmotivated. Sometimes we do things afraid. Sometimes we do things uncertain. But what's important is you do things. And one thing I've learned and I've passed on to my clients is confidence is actually a consequence, but it's a consequence of action. We don't wait for confidence before we go do something you go do something if you get it wrong guess what you gain confidence in what not to do and if you get it right guess what you gain confidence in what to do so don't wait for confidence don't wait for those feelings to come in first if you know you need to grow that's a powerful motivator but it's not going to happen accidentally it has to happen intentionally so i would challenge each of us be intentional with our growth now start putting in the rest of the laws and see what happens you can't be aware without being intentional because some of us don't want to see so have the courage to look in intentional decision expansion growth increases our capacity to grow also an intentional decision because it begins with the process of starting to grow even if your capacity is smaller than others don't compare just keep growing keep expanding that capacity keep getting around the right people the law of association the inner circle my boardroom analogy all of that stuff It's about being intentional, about who's influencing us. So they're all starting to interconnect.
1: Yeah. And I was thinking about how it definitely does come. Well, I feel like they almost go hand in hand, awareness and intentionality. Well, right. right? Like, because, yeah, you recognize that there's like a problem or you recognize that there's Like you're going, I can't do this anymore or whatever the statement might be, something to that effect. So you've broached the awareness kind of piece, but you don't know what it is yet. And in order to figure out what it is, that's where that intentionality comes, right? You know, you've hit a lid, you know, you've hit a problem, you know, you've hit something. So a lot of people will then, you know, they'll learn something, but they do that intentionally. They seek out information and then we know what to do but that's not the end of the story either. Cause then we have to intentionally take those steps. Right.
0: I think this is where John's knowing doing gap fits really well because awareness is key. Yes. They go hand in hand, but just because I know what to do doesn't mean I actually go and do it. So how many of us get stuck in, I know what to do. I don't need counseling. I don't need coaching. I know what to do. Then why aren't you doing it? I don't know. So that's where the gap is. I know it. Great. But knowledge is not power. It's applying that knowledge that makes you powerful. Hence the law of intentionality. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you know. What I care about is what are you intentionally pursuing? Are you making those mistakes? Are you learning from those mistakes? Are you willing to get out of that stinking thinking paradigm and start to get around people that might think a little more elevated? So... Awareness can't be at all. It has to have that layer of intentionality that says, okay, now I know what to do. And now I do what I know.
1: Yeah. That's the where you know, good intentions versus being intentional come into play, right? Because we have all these great intentions to do something because we got this information, but knowledge isn't power. You know, we've been told that it is, but if knowledge was all that we needed, everybody's probably heard this before. If Knowledge was all that we needed. We would all be rich. Thin and happy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I can find out anything I want in less than two seconds.
1: Yeah.
0: We have the highest incidences of suicide, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, drug use and medication adherence and divorce. Like our society is not doing very well and we're inundated with knowledge. So yeah, you're proving the point. And this is what I'm hoping people listening to hear as well. Knowledge is great, but it doesn't make you powerful. It's what you do with it as without anything. And that requires a level of intentionality.
1: And I liked how, what you said earlier, because it is something that I like to talk into a lot too, which is the, you know, we're not going to feel like making change. We have to intentionally step in and do it. Right. You might get excited making the plans to do something, but when, you know, the morning rolls around or the time to actually do it rolls around, you get to that place of like, Oh, but I don't feel like it.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't feel like doing that right now. I don't feel like loving my spouse right now because they made me angry. I don't feel like going to the gym. I'm tired. I don't, you know. And so, so many people come and they want to talk about motivation because they're like, "Ah, I'm just so unmotivated. But they expect that motivation is what's going to get them the results. Not realizing that motivation relies on feeling and our feelings are fickle and they shift and change. And we cannot rely on feelings to get anything done. If we want to get something done, we have to put it in our calendar. We have to decide this is what I'm doing. Not, I'm going to try something. This is what I'm doing. And then we have to create a focus and actually intentionally step in and do it without feeling like it, despite not feeling like it. Right. I think that's the Jim Rohn quote of like in life, we have to suffer one of two pains, either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret, because we have to just decide. We have to come to a place where we make a good quality decision and we decide this is what I'm doing. All right. So what did you get out of that? How are you going to start to grow your capacity? Who do you need to get around in order to help you move forward on your journey? Remember, it's a first step, not an end. So thank you so much for joining us today. I hope this has added value to you. Remember, you are amazing. Now, leave a review. Let me know your questions or your thoughts so I can serve you best. And, you know, I want to add value to you leave me your questions. You can also follow me on social media. And actually I do make quite a few YouTube videos. All the links you need will be in the description. So come on back and join us as we finish off this conversation. See you soon.